we're all protecting you. We have we all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. I don't ever so bring you guys around me like Let me tell you something, Heather. The only thing. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here with my co-host. Matthew, it's 14 degrees in New York right now. <laughs> I'm kind of loving it. You know, I was like very like... <gasps> At first, anti-cold, but now I'm kind of getting used to it. Like when I see 25 degrees or 30 degrees, I'm like, oh, it's a warm day. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't have to wear my long john. We're about to go into a week of like very, very cold weather. I, I love the cold weather. I'm dealing with a little bit of a knee injury right now. So the cold weather is like not great. It's amazing when you turn 30 and things just start to fall apart. <laughs> in terms of your body uh, yeah <laughs> uh, okay we'll, we'll we'll give you that that it's just i know y'all i've been dealing with a lot of emotions the last few days because my knee's been giving me a lot of trouble but i won't bore you all with that eddie's been the best friend ever been helping me out but uh thank god we have this today because this will make me feel much better i'm hoping that it will bring you out of your 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 knee disaster <laughs> <laughs> i y'all i watched the first episode so we've been quite busy and stuff has come up this week but i did manage to watch the first episode of miami and again y'all for those of you who don't remember i've never watched miami i i caught a couple episodes that eddie sent to me that were quite explosive that made me want to watch the new season the lingerie party yes I am so on board. I'm obsessed with these ladies. I love um, Mary Saul. I'm so glad she's back. Although I think she's, she's a friend. Uh, of, she's a friend which of, so which I think is so me. silly because they literally started the episode with her going, what's up motherfuckers. So, I mean, they clearly know that she's like the star, the star. Alexia seems like she's doing great. Um, I'm glad Adriana's back. She doesn't look like she used to. Um, her hair is different. Her face is a little different, but she looks good. Last time I saw her was that episode where she turned around and she slugged that one girl in the face. Joanna Krupa. Joanna Krupa. Who's no longer on the show. And Lisa looks good, although I think there's going to be more drama with her husband. It's But it's great that they have kids now, or I think a kid. They've got a couple. And uh, there are tons of friends of, though. There's like five or six, and Larsa, of course. Larsa Ugh. Pippen is back. So wild to And me. there's like... Six or I feel like there's five or six like main wives, but then there are like three or four friends of like there's a like a whole gaggle of ladies. See, and like I am so interested, so I'm the one dragging my ass now with Miami because well, I've you've been, been you've had a lot going on. I've had a lot with work, but I I I came over the other day and I see you watching Miami on the TV, and I'm like, you started Miami. I was so excited, but it's so good to see you so invested in it. it makes me like if you're enjoying it. I know I'm gonna love it. Oh yeah, like if me who doesn't who knows nothing is like already locked in. People who have been diehard fans from the beginning are, and I'm you, sure, loving it. And you know I love my Latin sisters down in Miami. <laughs> and like Miami, I forget how really beautiful it is. Miami and like it's gorgeous. very very richy rich. We need to go to Florida. Like between that Harry Potter world, I saw Harry Potter and the Cursed Child last night on Broadway. Oh yes, you did. Which was. Wow, wow, wow. But yeah, we got to go to Orlando. We got to go to Miami. I kind of want to go to Tampa. My sister's about to move to Florida, so I need to go visit her as well. Or Bama Shore. Yes, she is. Um, And so I, I'm, I'm, I'll i be taking trips to New, uh, to New York, to Florida quite often. I'll stow away once and we can go to, we can go to Disneyland in <laughs> yeah. Miami. I also, you know, I will say that I, again, I knew nothing about Miami, but I did know about Mama Elsa. And knowing that she's passed on and that she's no longer with us made me a little sad. I kind of wish I could have been a part of the Miami craze when she was on the show. And you actually mentioned to me that, uh, Oh my God, it made Mary me Marisol did something really sweet on watch what happens live. Yeah. So it, I was, I think telling you, I cried watching it. I cried. She gave Andy a rosary, one of uh, mama Elsa's rosaries, which is like such a beautiful gift. Like giving someone, someone who's passed a rosary is just like, it's such a meaningful thing because it's something that they use that they that they put their heart and their like prayers and everything. Well, you, into. don't you have your grandma's rosary? I have rosaries. Yeah, yeah. and I have like my own too. Like I've 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 got like a million rosaries. <laughs> Catholic schoolboy. Yes. But it's just beautiful. It's just a beautiful gift, and like 
it's just one of those things that really makes you, you know, it just, it touched my heart. And Mama Elsa is still with us with her cement face. Um, <laughs> we got to love her. We got to love her. <laughs> so, yeah, I think they're about six or seven episodes already out. So I'm going to blow through those this week. So catch up, sir. And okay. we'll do even more of a debrief next week. Okay. Well. But, uh, oh, my God. How good was the Summer House premiere this week so if anyone knows me i mean uh, people who have been listening to this podcast from the beginning the very beginning back when we were just sputtered pop before matthew was even a thought in before my head. i was even a, a a flash in the pan exactly like we had the trailer for summer house i did like a whole episode on the trailer of summer house we had interviews with Lindsay. we had interviews with amanda we had interviews with carl like this is my bread and butter like this is my show i am obsessed and it's just makes me so happy to see how much everyone else is loving Summer House mm-hmm. and how much support is behind the show. Like, it's so fun to see them on, I believe it's what, season like five or six now at this I point? I think so, yeah. Like, they are so in their groove. Everyone is so connected. The new characters they're bringing in are not like crazy. Like, this was they the fit first, in perfectly. Yeah, this was the, f- I mean, I've, again, I've loved Summer House since I got into it uh, with you, but this was the first season that I watched where I go, oh my God, I think everyone on this show is so great. You know, last season, Hannah was still with us and I was like, get her off of here and Bravo listened. But this season, everyone walking through that door, I was like, I love you, Sierra. I love you, Paige. I love you, Andrea. I love you, new gorgeous man. What's his name? Alex. Alex, I love you already. Don't even know you. Love Amanda and Kyle. Love Carl. Love Lindsay. Love Danielle. And Maya. And Maya. Okay, which I want to talk about her. Okay, let's, I mean, everyone's great, but we need to talk about Maya was literally in what, a five-year relationship and she broke off her engagement. Only a few months before. Like, three or four months before the show that like also first of all good for you for coming into the show single and single and like coming in coming in hot with like you've got a great backstory and you're gorgeous and you've got two great gal pals with you sierra and Paige. like way to come in like super strong but like that that baggage is going to be great this season. No, and I think she's going to be so fun, and I think she's going to just have the summer of her life because she's newly single, and she's gorgeous. And I really like her. Just her demeanor and her attitude just fit right in with these ladies. Like, it doesn't feel like she's like, oh, we're, we're throwing you into the cast, as I, I felt with some other people that we've seen previously. Yeah, who was that chick on Winter House? Oh my god! Don't even don't even remember her name. name. Like she, I, I mean, she just Gabrielle, was, maybe? G- Gabby, Gabby, Gabby. She did not fit at all. But I think Maya's going to be a mirror in front of Amanda's face the entire summer. A hundred percent, which we're going to talk about in a yeah. second. Yeah, because I before we get to her, I also want to talk about Alex. Yeah, the we'll, other newbie. we'll save them. We'll save Kyle and Amanda for last because that's the biggest point of contention so we've got alex former barry's boot camp instructor which i think that's how he probably got on the show i think he was probably barry's instructor for they have barry's in the hamptons at amagansett they have yeah they've got quite a few but we know we know carl and Lindsay are always at the barry's in the financial district according to instagram well yeah they look great yeah i mean and i love them together but that's not happening yet um, but Alex seems so cool. He looks a little bit more mild-mannered, which I think is good for the house. I think with so many, like, big personality drunk guys, you know, you've got Kyle, you've got Luke coming back, Austin's going to be coming to the house, Andrea's a little wild. I think with Alex, he's going to be kind of like a partner with Carl. I uh, think yeah. they're going to be a good pair together. Agreed, agreed. Which seems tricky because it looks like Alex is going to be hooking up with Lindsay. <laughs> and we know that Carl... He's got he's got love for her there. It's just it hasn't he hasn't been able to express it yet. No, well, and I think that was really evident when let's just let's talk about it now. Yeah. When Carl, so when when Lindsay got a little overheated as she tends to do at the dinner table, totally justified by the way. I I think she you well yes yes uh like I in the moment it seemed very out of place because it was clear that people just wanted to know what was going on what in her life. On, yeah. But I was really impressed with Lindsay when she and Carl sat down in, in her bedroom and said, I understand y'all were coming from a good place. I was being reactive, but it's because unfortunately I've had some stuff going on in my life. I uh, was pregnant and I was six weeks pregnant. And then as soon as just as soon as I found out I was pregnant I had a miscarriage and this is all with Jason um, Jason from winter house and so it's very it's complicated our relationship and it's also just really messed with my brain because kids is something that I've always wanted but it this is what you know it just it really threw me through full loop and just to see Carl stand there and really just be there for her and support her 
it, even though their love is coming and it hasn't happened yet, that immediately for me was like, oh, this is why they're right for each other. Because yeah. they're, after all the shit they've been through, after all of the hardships they've been through, they finally seem to be growing up and they're now ready for each other. A hundred percent. I, I agree. And I just also want to give a major shout out and so much love to Lindsay because first of all, having to go through that experience is obviously so traumatizing horrible and horrible. And for her to not only be, it seemed to be working through it in a healthy way, but also being able to express and tell the story on television is going to not only help her with her recovery journey with this, but it's going to help so many other people as well. Absolutely. And I just, I got to give kudos to her. Like everyone can say Lindsay is crazy, whatever, but from the beginning, this girl has given her everything to the show. Totally. And seeing her open up about this, just, I mean, I'm crying right now, but like, it was just, (laughs) it was just so beautiful to see her. Like, it's just, I, she's had so much growth, so much growth over every single season. And it's just so beautiful to see her, and be like, I wanted this child because we saw her make the list and it was like, yeah, it was me. It might have been a, like a, you know, a, a circumstance that she wasn't prepared for. But at the same time, like this is what she wants. And seeing Carl and also seeing Carl there, like you said, just being that support system and that rock for her and just being like, I'm here for you. He and, looks so good. And yeah. I'm not talking about like just aesthetic. I'm yeah. just saying like his, his aura is really, yes. really you can like bright. He's, and he's just in a really good place. The sobriety looks and is so, so good, good on him. him. <laughs> yeah, he's just he's his best self and it's really beautiful to see and like it wouldn't surprise me if Lindsay follows suit right after cuz I just I it, it's it's when you see people like that and you see just like the goodness that's radi- radiating them from them of being just their truest self. It's just so like I don't know, magnetic. It's aspir- and it's aspirational. Yeah. It's like, oh, like w- you know, it like Things can get very dark, but we can always Come return back. to the light. It, yeah. It's really, really nice. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I just, I, I know we're not going to see it till the end of the season, but I just, I'm ready for them. Me I too. Wanna- I'm so happy and so excited. <sighs> and speaking of which, I, I can't stress enough how much I love Paige and Sierra. I'm so glad that they're back. Same. I'm so glad they're, they're just <laughs> such a dynamic duo. I also just love I, I want to be Paige. I just think that she's so smart. The way she's handling the Andrea and Craig situation in this moment is so smart. She goes, I'm a price to be won. Yeah. And I'm not going to rush into anything. I'm going to take my time and I'm going to figure out who I'm really right for. And whoever wants a piece of this, they're going to have to earn it. I'm like, yes, girl. Yeah. And I, Andrea, he walked in the door and was like, like a cartoon hard eyes. Like he is obsessed with Paige and he like is ready to fight for her. Well, my thing again, I'm team Craig at the end of the day, Yeah, but Andrea is going to put up a fight and I'm obsessed with that. Well, my thing is Andrea missed his chance. I know such a dummy. My thing is like, I'm, I'm very much him and Austin are idiots. Well, a hundred percent. I mean, we knew we've known Austin's an idiot since day one, but my thing is, like, I'm very much in the page in the sense where, like, I would be blinded by the hotness in a second. But the moment they do something that, like, bugs me or, like, makes me feel unwanted, it's like, you lost your chance. And no matter how much you keep calling back, it ain't gonna happen, bitch. Yeah, Paige is a 10, so yeah. you need to treat her like And, you one. know, I, I know Craig has, has seen better days. I'm not gonna lie. We, we, we've, we've seen Craig... From the but he's so cute. Now. But he's so cute, and he's just—he's got a good heart, and he's—I <laughs> was dying. There was a TikTok, and she was like, "Craig eats soup with every meal." Little known Craig fact, and he's literally just eating his little French onion soup. And I'm like, "I just want a little Craig that eats his soup every day." Yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> uh, I guess we should just talk about Kyle and Amanda. Uh, okay, so here's here's my thing. One. I'm so happy for them that they are married and that they are doing seemingly much better now and that they've worked mm, yes. through things. I will but number two, s- mm-hmm. we had no idea this was going on. The Essentially what happens is they all go out for the night. Everyone comes home except for Kyle. Kyle decides to stay until the bar closes and doesn't get home till three. So obviously they were – I mean – my my mindset is they had the summer fun thing behind them. I think they were obviously doing an appearance. It's a Hamptons thing. Obviously, everyone left. Kyle must have stayed. He's wasted. He wants to continue the party. He's getting free drinks. He's also, like, 
basically doing the meet and greet for everyone. I get where his mind is kind of for staying. And he wants to have fun. He hasn't been able to have fun like this in a long time. He lost last summer. I get it. At the same time, I have been Amanda. I've been in a relationship with someone who would get drunk and not remember what they did and hurt me because of it. Not physically, obviously, but like would make decisions Mm -hmm. that would affect us. And it would be so triggering and painful whenever I would see that person out by themselves doing their thing. Like, even if they were just like, I'm out with friends, I'm, it's fine. It's whatever. It's nothing to worry about. They would, you know, the next day, like whatever, text me. But Mm -hmm. I'd be like, no, there's been so many instances that it's triggering. I need that respect. Amanda having made the contract should have been the final straw that contract with her parents and him saying, if you get too drunk and do something that makes us lose the wedding, you are paying us back should have been the final straw to wake up Kyle and be like, my relationship is more than me getting drunk. And so fun. the problem is, is that no such contract should have ever had to exist. It's yeah. absolutely insane that, I mean, their her love for him must run so deep because I can't imagine a world where I would ever get to a that point, point where I have to draw up papers with my parents so that my future husband doesn't fuck up. Like at that point, you have to start asking questions about like Kyle's. We have to start asking questions like, is Kyle's drinking a problem? Is Kyle have a problem that we need to have a discussion about? Because this is a recurring theme summer after summer after summer after summer. I can't believe that it's gotten this bad. I just sat there the entire episode feeling so bad for her. And just, I was like Paige and Sarah being like, this is ridiculous. Like this can't happen. Like a marriage like this will not stand. No. And it, it, I, I, and also what, what made it worse for me is the episode was bad. His behavior was bad. The fact that he, in his like drunken state, tried to flip it on Amanda and make it that she was being unreasonable and she was being unfair. Like it was all ugly, but then to watch, watch what happens live right after that with him and Carl and him not like completely fall on his sword and go, I was completely wrong. I completely fucked up. Like, does it matter what was going on at the party? What appearance we were making? Like Amanda's my future wife. And if she tells me that she needs this from me after all of the bad decisions I've made with my drinking, I need to respect her. And I need to do that. The yeah. fact that he wasn't completely mea culpa, mea culpa really, really fucking bothered me. And it sounds like, like they couldn't watch they, they apparently they watch every episode of summer house together and they couldn't watch this one together i think this wound is not healed and even though they got married and they're now legally like bound together i think that i don't i don't know dude i think this wound is still open it's still fresh and it's not going away they have a lot of work to do and i'm sorry but kyle like you should be in therapy. You should be working on this with her. There's no excuses at this point. This is what marriage is. It's what it takes. And if you're not built for it, you're not built for it. And you need to let Amanda free because she's a fucking gem and she deserves better. It's a different situation, but I saw it's very different situation, but I saw someone on the internet saying it's giving me Tom and Katie vibes, which is, which, which now rings so true. I don't want them to end up in, the same kind of situation it seems like Katie and Tom are where they just don't seem to like each other at all. No. Like they love each other, but they don't like each other. No, <laughs> not at all. No, no, no. So I'm very nervous for Amanda and Kyle. I'm nervous about how the season's going to go. I think that their contention is going to be like the centerfold of the season. No, a hundred percent. And it's going to be the whole question of, will they, won't they get married? And I think that's where, I mean, we know they're going to get married, but I think that's going to be their lingering storyline. That's going to be at the heart of all of this. And, uh, but part of me has hope and I think they might be like hiding it, but I do think Carl is going to be the saving grace in this relationship. I could see that. I could totally see that. I, and I see, I see Carl having a conversation with Kyle and being like, this is what drinking was doing to my life. This you're going to lose the love of your life. If you don't shape it up right now. Yeah. I can see Carl's the kind of guy that can have those hard conversations with Kyle. He's the kind of guy who's in the right mindset to do that now. And I think he's going to be not like a beacon of light for a few different people in this cast. I think he's going to be this. I mean, who would have thought? I mean, I was always team Carl and I, you know, I was on board for Carl 2.0. I was on board for Kyle 3.0. Carl 5.0 now, man, I, you know, I feel I'm pro X by, plus yeah. whatever he said. It yeah. was so funny. I'm, I'm with you. But if you think about it, the men on this show 
and I'm talking about like the 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 ones that have been around, like Luke and Carl. Like they've they're still themselves, but they've all kind of made this leap into Luke adult. Too. Uh, yeah, yeah, they've all made this leap into adulthood, and they just they act. They just act a little bit more reasonable, and they just they don't make the same silly mistakes. Like Luke had his reckoning last season when he was being an idiot. Yeah, you know. Well. So I think this is it's Kyle's turn now, and I think that. Carl, especially Carl, and a little bit of Luke are going to be like, dude, it's time. Well, I mean, Kyle is just like six inches shorter, so maybe it took him a little longer to reach this height. But I, <laughs> <laughs> Truly, it's so funny that literally every guy on the show is like over six foot and poor, and poor Kyle is 5'11", which is still tall. Oh, yeah, it's But still like tall. compared to the six five, six six, like 6'2 crew of like Austin and all of them, it's like. They just look so tiny. I know, just a little, little, little man. Oh my god! I would look like a like a truly like so tiny on that show. But I I'm so excited for the season. It's gonna be phenomenal, phenomenal. I love Summer House. Yeah, give it like literally. I'm so happy. There's Summer House. Give me Fall House, Spring House. Just have it year round. Yeah, I just, just have the house. The Bravo House is basically what it should be. Um, should we move on to our other little uh, spinoff VPR? Yeah. Okay. Uh. Like Lala I, is Morpheus. Let's just start with that. Lala is Morpheus. Also, before we even get there, I did see another thing on the internet that made me giggle. It says when one Supreme dies, another one rises. And it had the photos of Summer House and VPR. And I truly believe that oh, is the case. Because I actually VPR agree with you. Is first of all, this is the finale. I had no idea we were upon the finale. I felt like the season was so tiny, which it was. It was like what? 15 sure, or I will episodes. say though, given the fact that they this was like a rebuilding year because they didn't have Jax and Brittany and Stassi and Bo and Kristen. Like this was definitely a rebuilding year. Yeah. I still think I have to say I still think it gave us a solid season. Yeah, there was good. There was some good drama. And I think we're. I think next season is really gonna be, uh, like a return to form. Um, this wasn't like an OC, like Kelly Dodd, uh, Bronwyn season where you're like, oh my God, someone light the match and set the shit on fire. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I agree. It, I, I, there's something missing and I hate to say it. It's Stassi. Bring back Stassi. I think, I think a redemption story for Stassi, uh, is very much I want, uh, in the I, cards. I, it's so bad that I miss her, but I miss her so I do much. too. I think that she can be redeemed. I think yes, I don't, I think, don't, I don't yeah. give a shit about Jackson Brady. I don't give a shit about Kristen. God knows. But I think Stassi Stassi deserves a chance as a new mother. I think she would fit into this. We can. Yeah, we can give her a, a shot to redeem. I think I think everyone deserves a shot at forgiveness. Maybe not Jax Taylor because he's had like 27 and definitely not Kristen because she's had about 45. But Stassi's made her mistakes. But I don't think Stassi inherently is a bad person. And I think her as a mother would be a really interesting take to see. And I think Bo's been really good for her. I would love to see Bo back on my screens. And I think she just, she uh, just the Stassi touch is missing. Like she is the show. Yeah. I think, I think we can maybe the Bravo producers can maybe find a way. I think that that's possible. Find it in your heart, Andy, to bring back Stossy. Um, you know, I I wouldn't be I wouldn't be me if I didn't shit on Schwartz one more time before the end of the season. I'm I'm sorry. Him sitting on the boat talking about that he's ready to retire. Retire from what? What are <laughs> what have you been doing that has exhausted you so much that you want to just sit on a boat and do nothing? I I He's been it's it's living. It's all of us want to retire from life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like Jesus Christ. You are I oh I I I really I my patience for Schwartz is at an all time low. I I really 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 can't. I'm s- and I'm sorry for skipping over the Morpheus joke because I did really love that. That she was like, "That's the worst compliment anyone could ever give me." And I was like, "Bitch, have you seen the Matrix?" Revolution? No, she said the best. She oh, was I like, she oh, "No, she was like, I'll li- I'll live." Like she goes, "That's the best thing." I'm you sorry. Can call I would me. be more happy with being called Goldie Hawn from Overboard. <gasps> me too. That is- I love how Tom thought that was an insult, and I'm like, "Oh, you don't understand how fucking amazing that movie is and how amazing Goldie yeah. Hawn is." So like, you're an idiot. First of all, <laughs> second of all, and third of all, shut the f up. Um and. I, I had hope at the top of the episode when Sheena pulled Brock aside and was like, I don't feel right about this. Yes. I can't do it. I was like, oh my God, Sheena. Yes, good for you. Like, this is the Sheena I love where she really understands herself and she understands that she's just trying to people please everyone. And when she does that too much, it goes awry. And this is the time where I, you know what? I'm making a better decision and I don't want to do this. I don't want to steal Raquel and James's thunder. I really thought that she was going to do it. And then to bring it up, and tell everyone, hey, guys, uh, this was the plan we were trying to keep secret from all of you. I'm like, fuck, why did you do that? It was like. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, 
she had to do it because the producers had her like at the at, like here's my thing about Sheena and Sheena did have a little moment on the internet where she was like you have to understand it was our last day of filming Th- you know there are certain things that we have to hit for the season it wasn't a good call and she knew that at the end of the day I I just feel for Sheena because I understand where she comes from she is this is her livelihood and if she does not toe the line of the show and you know, be the villain in the moment she has to be the villain, she's going to lose her job. And she's not only supporting her kid. Now she's supporting this Australian man and her mother and her sister and herself. Totally. Like, and I, I just, I know you said it the other day. You're like, you're the best parts of Sheena Shea and Shannon Bedore. And so I just, I just feel for her because if I was in the situation as well, like I would be like, I feel so terrible that I have to do this. Like I'm going to do it in the most minimal way possible. I'm not going to wear my ring. I'm going to tell them at a, at a dinner, even though it's bad, I just have to get ripped the bandaid off and get it done. Like the show, you know what I mean? Totally. And to be perfectly honest, it, Brock was the one that let her it's down Brock. this path. It's all Brock. And it's all Brock. And I'm sorry, but like, I just don't like this guy. Yeah. I, I ugh, he gives me ick. And I just, I'm, I'm not a fan. I, I mean, I did giggle when he was being like the Steve Irwin nature guide for the alpacas. I it thought that was, was pretty really funny. funny. <laughs> and I was like, oh, maybe, but no, I'm sorry, Brock. Like, and, and Sheena, I love you and I respect your relationship and I want you to know that. But like, I just am not, I'm not there yet with Brock. But knowing Sheena, they're going to literally sit down. They're going to rewatch the season together and they're going to take notes. And Sheena's going to go, no, no, no. So you're going to do this next time. Yes. This, like she's going to coach him on how to be a reality TV star and yeah. maybe he'll have a redemption. Okay. My question for you. Do you think that James insisted on coaching Raquel through her speech or was she like, I'm so nervous and I'm not a good public speaker. Can you just help me write this? And can you feed me lines or was it a combo of both? No. So this is what I think. Okay. I think she wanted to give the speech. She is so nervous that if she memorizes something, it's not going to come through. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's going to be one of those moments where like she freezes up and doesn't have it. I think she was like, James, I need you there with the cards. Cause he had the whole speech on cards. That's true. And as I'm, as I'm, you know, going, I'm going to forget. It. I just need you to feed me the lines. I do think it was a little bit overboard that he was literally reading the entire speech to her. And I was like, I was also like, is he just in the window reading this? Yeah. It felt very weird. But at the same time, like I, I've never had a problem with public speaking. Obviously I have a podcast. You can talk, 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 talk. (laughs) Give me a a microphone and a stage and baby, I'm ready. Jesus Christ. I get, I get people who, who can't do it and they just need that extra support. And I I thought it was sweet. All growing up, everyone always said that the number one fear wasn't death. It was public speaking. I I don't know if that's still fucking true. And I don't know, literally when people, when I heard that as a kid, I was like, what is wrong with people? (laughs) Fucking give me a fucking light and sound and a microphone. And I'm like, I'm good to go. Um, I I got emotional when Ariana I mean I guess I think that they withdrew his investment at this point because of what he did to Lala but No got, no no they're taking that money. I would never No, I think um watch what happens live. Tom and Tom said that they're 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 not working with Randall anymore. Oh man that they that they that, they're, that they were looking for other investors. Okay, see my Maybe I misheard them, but that's what I'm pretty sure they said. Well, I mean, I if if he did that to my friend, I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm still taking your money." Like that's my thing. Is I like, mean, no, but then cuz but then he would be around all the time. He would be, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's Randall. Yeah. And they were they were going to name a sandwich after him. But anyway, it was just so great that they they have worked so hard. They list like what's what's great about Ariana and Katie is that like they know what they're worth and they know what they're good at, but they also know that like it doesn't hurt us. It doesn't like nothing it, like it's not bad to listen and take in all of the feedback and take in all of the advice and take in all of the suggestions from everyone and then go thank you so much for all of your help but we're going to make the final decision you know what I mean like they absorb everything and then they make a decision together whereas Tom and Tom are like no we're we know we're doing we're fucking big boys we can fucking do it like we don't need Lisa's help it's like that's why I think like Ariana and Katie's like shop is going to thrive. And I feel like Schwartz and Sandoval are going to struggle for years with this new restaurant. They did come up with new art. I don't know if you saw it, but they came up with the art and it's more like, you know, what's that, what's that beard? Not Ilium or what is it? Where it's uh, delirium delirium the, with the elephant, right? It's very neon delirium. So okay, it's that like, makes more sense. It's like, and the Schwartz and Sandy's it's still like Sandy's is like 
cursive in Schwartz's block letters, but it makes sense because it's like in palm trees with like the elephants coming out and it's very like psychedelic. So there we go. It's, it's, I think it doesn't look like a beach it. shack no, theme. It, it looks like, like <laughs> it looks like what he was saying, like a almost like an exotic psychedelic Alice in Wonderland 70s situation. I'm very interested to see this bar. Whenever I get back to Los Angeles, which will be sometime this year, maybe planning a trip this summer, I would 100% go to Schwartz Sandy's. But yeah, you would think that... Oh, me too. But you would think that these kids would start listening to Lisa. Like, when Lisa's, like, telling Sheena, like, shut the fuck up and don't mention your engagement right now. Like, what are you doing? And then when Sandoval is like, Lisa, like, you're hurting my feelings. It's like... Why wouldn't you listen to her? It's like me wanting to build an electric car and Elon Musk is like, oh, I'll give you the money and the advice. And I'm like, oh, I'm good. My BFA in acting, that'll, it'll help me. That'll, that, that's what's going to serve me. It's like, no, I would take every ounce of help and advice I would get. Like, I just, I, I don't understand why these kids think that they know better than her when it comes to certain things. Uh, I need LVP. Lisa to come back to uh, Beverly Hills. I really do. I don't. I'm ready for her. Mm, okay. Uh, <laughs> I still have my, I still have my trepidation. No, I want Lisa bit. to come back. I don't want v, uh, LVP. LVP to come back. I want Lisa to come okay. back. Okay. I, I'll give you that. I, I'm right there with you. Also, this engagement party made me so sad about James and Raquel. Oh my God. It made me so sad. <laughs> like, you, okay. First of all, you could see her family really trying so hard to be nice to James's family and James, but it's grandma like, buttons, grandma buttons, just peering through like the thing, just giving a look of disapproval, just being like, Oh, what is my, what is my poor granddaughter getting into Raquel's dad being like, I didn't tell him yes. And I didn't tell him no about the, you know, the blessing, the blessing, like, it, See, that's the thing. If my parents were like, I, uh, you know, I love you and I respect your decision, but like, I don't think this is the right person for you. I would listen to them because like they, they know me, you know what I mean? And yeah. like, I could be so blinded and like my family means so much more to me, you know what I mean? And like, I don't want to lose my family for someone. And I think that's where Raquel was at was like, I do love James. We've been through a lot, but I love my family and I love, I don't want to. And that's what she said. She's like, I don't want to have to choose between James and my family for a holiday. I don't want to choose between them for like, you know, I don't want them to not come when we have a kid, you know, like it, having a relationship like that isn't fulfilling because it's, it's you're you're losing a part of yourself. Yeah. And I think that, and again, I've said this before, James needs to put in some solid, a, a couple more years of solid therapy and sobriety before he um, combines his life with, uh, with another. Yeah. And I think that that is, even though he, I'm sure, is devastated by the fact that he and Raquel are not together, I think that deep down he knows that that's right. And I think that he loves Raquel to the point where he knows, like, if I'm not the right one for her, if I'm not good for her, then, like, I need to set her free. Because Raquel has grown a lot. She still has a lot of work to do herself, but Raquel has, has, has matured and she's stronger than she used to be. And, you know, I did, I, and I'm sorry, I think that James, the fact that he kept as calm as he did, considering how reactive he can get I thought he did a very good job I think Lisa was right to say like he had a reason to be mad and he kept his cool for the most part and I'm sorry but like Brock and Sheena uh, mostly Brock really fucked this whole thing up it should never have been a conversation or an idea that they do this thing during this weekend and you know what on the same token that like you know what you were saying about Sheena how like she has to understand her place in the whatever I think that Lala understands her place too. And I'm like, yeah. you know what? I, I'm sure people out there, and I know you would probably feel this way that she shouldn't have brought it up to James when she did, but James is her ride or die. They've been through a lot. I mean, it completely validates my opinion that they should be together. And if I were her, I'm like, no, I'm telling him now. Also, I just want to say, I don't, I don't feel bad a hundred percent for James in this situation that this, this engagement party got ruined by Sheena. Because let's, let, let us not forget the blowout that him and Kristen had at Sheena's wedding. Oh. And how terrible and how much worse that was. So if you can't give the respect to Sheena, don't expect that same respect back. Sure, 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 sure. And it's not even it's not even. But close. to be fair, the blowout between like James and Kristen happened mostly in the parking lot. Like not 
it like, bled out. It, it, but it like, started and bled out. Yeah, the but like, lot. I don't know. Also, that was so long ago, and also that wedding was a fucking disaster, and that marriage was too. So I, I know, I think we're reaching a little bit with that. Connection. But I agree. I agree. I think Lala understood her place. But then I she think. knows to put your fucking ring on after all of that. I like, would. I'd be like, no. Well, it's, it's and I'm sorry, but like trying to blame Lala for all of this. Like again, I know you know. We're on a reality show. Let's just be honest. Like she's doing her part yeah, to like she's doing be there role. for her friend and she's doing the work for the producers. But I'm glad that Katie, I'm glad that people were like, no guys, like we're not going to like throw James and Raquel under the bus. Like this is a fuck up that Brock and Sheena need to own. And like James, the fact that he's not literally like setting the world on fire. Like we need to acknowledge that like, that's a good thing. So like, come on. Well, um, I'm very excited for next week. The reunion is going to be incredible. Like in, Incredible. Yeah, I'm very excited. The trailer looks amazing. It looks it looks like there's going to be more shockers than just this engagement being broken. Like, no, it we're going to. Like there's some Lala situation. Yeah. Maybe there's some more information about that. Sheena and Brock. I also love Charlie. Like as much as you hate Charlie, she kills it at the reunions and you know she's going to be. And the honestly, one. no, Charlie, I, I, I like Charlie this episode, especially like being also a voice of reason being like, yeah. no, 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 no. Like this is black and white. Y'all y'all fucked up by not going immediately to James and Raquel should have been your first phone call. Being like, we got engaged. We wanted to let you know first, but we're also going to keep it under wraps and keep it low key until after your weekend is done. And then once your weekend is done, we're going to uh, tell everyone and we're going to start planning our stuff. Honestly, had they done that, it All problems would have been like yeah. non-existent. See, yeah, I, I just want to, I just want to put in a little oomph for Charlie because I do, I do really like her, and I think she's getting a bad rap. One because she hasn't been in a lot of the season because I, she revealed on on the internet that she was working. She's the only one really working at Sir. <laughs> yeah, like we and don't so, have anyone actually working at Sir anymore except for her and Raquel. She's, and even Raquel is like, <laughs> well, no, because Raquel was getting married, married and she's more of a star on the show. So. Yeah. So Charlie's the only one working. And she was like, there was so many COVID scares at work that like, I wasn't able to go film with the cast because I had to go to work and then I would be quarantined and then I couldn't go on the show. So the moment she was on, she, you know, kind of really went for it. Also, she's, like 10 years younger than everyone else on the show. Like yeah. if you think about it, not 10 years, but like five to seven years. And so she's still like the old guard of Vanderpump rules that I kind of miss mm-hmm. where she can get like wasted and just be like, no, you're fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, let me tell you. But, and I love her for that. And I think I, we've really seen her grow and be vulnerable and I really am excited to see more Charlie and her boyfriend was in the promo photo at the beginning of the title photo, but we barely got to see him, but he is, H O T hot. Oh yeah, I forgot. And they are so much in like in love, and I just I am a rooting. I'm rooting for Charlie because I don't know. I just you know, you know, fun. She just reminds me of me back in the day. Oh a little Jesus bit. Christ! Not as I'm not as. Wild, I do think next season's gonna be solid. I think it's gonna be um even more of a return to form, and yeah. I'm I'm looking forward Bring to back it. Stassi. All right, should we move on now? Uh, we gotta deal, talk about our other housewives, Salt Lake and OC. What do you want to do first? Let's start with Salt Lake City. Let's bring out the cucarachas. Okay. That's cockroaches. <laughs> Remember they were like, she was like, let's bring out the cucarachas. And then Heather's like, isn't that cockroaches? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which they did. <laughs> so to know that Jen was drinking out of that water bottle makes so much fucking sense. Because I really, how rage, rage face she got on the bus so quickly it seemed even a little too much, even for Jen. But to know that she had been drinking that entire bus ride, it all came together. It all tracks. And, yeah. like, honestly, like, if I were her, I probably would be doing the same thing. Like, your life is literally spiraling downward. Like, I, I get, I get, like, we, we turn to destructive behavior when it's that happens. Weekend, like, let me just, yeah. I mean, again, I still think she was out of line and, like, I can't believe I'm defending Lisa, but, like, Lisa didn't deserve that. Even believe you're defending Lisa. We love Lisa in this house. Oh, what do you, uh, you love Lisa. I do not, but I, I really felt bad for her. And, oh, speaking of Lisa, did she actually work at Hooters or was that just a joke that Heather? No, I think she worked at Hooters. I totally believe that. I, I totally buy that. Yeah. hundred percent. I could totally see her like hustling and like with good money. I could totally see her in a week becoming manager. Just like, and like running that like a fucking drug ring. Yeah. (laughs) I totally, I I find Lisa so aspirational. (laughs) Like she lives. No, she, as a businesswoman, that, 
that girl has a I want, yeah. Vita tequila, Eddie tequila, Ida tequila. I don't know. We could we could workshop it, brainstorm. Um but before I, before we get into the rest of the episode, I just wanna I oh, wanna go. pause really quick. Go. Jenny. Oh a lot of my god. Have come to light. And I, I I we started talking about the episode, but before we get any further, we do want to address I, Yeah, I'm so sorry, go for it. No, you're totally I fine. completely forgot about all that awfulness. So uh 2020 was a wild year. There was a lot of <laughs> things happening. And there, one of the, you know, one of the things was the Black Lives Matter movement. There was a lot of, you know, um, we were seeing a lot more of this violence against um, the black community, black Americans everywhere. And it was nice to see the support of a lot of people in this. Now, there was another side uh, blaming the black community for the problems themselves. And Jenny is in that camp. And we found this out because of some Facebook posts that have come to light from that year and that period. I am not going to repeat the things that were posted. If you want to look them up yourself, go right ahead. They are all over Twitter. They are all over the internet. They are all over everywhere. But Jenny needs to go. A hundred percent. Case in point, Jenny needs to go. Um, if we are really talking about racism in the cast, there there are things there that are unacceptable and very rude, more than rude, very vile and mean. Yes. And uh, if I don't know if Andy got a hold of this before the reunion. I'm, part of me is hoping they did, and that he will discuss it. But if not, cut her contract. Don't bring her back. Bottom line is these posts were just very hateful and yes. they were very gross Yes, and they were completely about a race of people. Yeah. And that being the problem with that group of people, it's yeah. very clear in the way that they were written on the pictures that they were, that were posted along with the posts. They're just ugly and they're gross bottom line. And whether it was Jenny or someone else, whoever it was needs to go. And in this case it was Jenny. And, um, you know, I just, I've never really liked Jenny. I've been very skeptical of her from the beginning. I was on her side when the whole sister wife thing happened, but then to see how nothing happened after that and the two of them were completely fine and they were just carrying on as if nothing happened made me think that maybe that entire plot line was a calculation on both of their parts to keep them on the show and give them a storyline. And I've always been very suspicious. And then to see all these posts that are very hateful and very nasty and very gross that just... I she has no place on the show. What what is in the water in Salt Lake City that I they are have no fucking from? clue. Because as as wild as it is, I feel like every year something crazy comes out about these ladies. If you've got you've got Jen, Mary, Jenny, like those three, just them. Wild. Meredith is kind of cheating and tottering on that for me. I think there's some something that might come to light with that soon. I I don't trust Meredith, but I mean I never have. You wear you wear shit like that on a constant basis and call it fashion and tell your son that he's a fashion designer by putting feathers on a blazer that doesn't fit. You've got something wrong with you, honey. Yeah. But even more so than that, there is something in the water in Salt Lake where I just, they need to find uh, Missy and Monzi where we were chatting with them and they were like, they need to like go to Heather's friends. Like they need to find Heather's I friends. Know, like, again, I don't know why Dre from? isn't a fucking friend of at this yeah. point. Like well, at least a friend of. I want to get to know her and her story because she has a great story to tell. And Missy Munzi are not safe for your boyfriend. Another oh, yeah. podcast that we love. Just going to give them a little for, shout for, out. For any of you who are new this week. Uh, yeah. So uh, Jenny, Jenny, it's time for her to go. She didn't have a very good season to begin with. And just to see how she feels about a particular group of people in black and white is really startling and gross yeah i but yeah i just wanted to bring that up really quick just so that and people haven't think, removed from these shows for a lot less a so, lot less i mean yeah let me let me just i just wanted to put that out in the open and say we're we we saw that we're not moving past that it needs to be addressed and i think bravo has heard from all of us on the internet you need to get rid of jenny yeah uh <laughs> but yeah going back to the episode, why does Jen still have glam with her when she needs to pay for her legal fees? So that was that was that was something that I was like, hmm, because she's taking money from her mother 
her mother's retirement to pay for legal fees, but she still has full glam squad. Like what the fuck? I mean, I get the whole idea of like, I'm employing these people. I have to keep employing them. But like, no, no you don't. No, you don't. You're going to jail. You fire everyone and be like, sorry, you're on your own now. Yeah. I, you take care of your family. Yeah. But I don't think that your family glam is your glam squad. No. I, I just don't. percent. Yeah. No, 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 no. But no. the other thing is like, maybe she doesn't know how to do her glam herself. It's It could be like a situation like that. And we don't want, she doesn't want us to see her just her plastic surgery face without any, you know, paint. Yeah. <laughs> gross. Because that's, that's not a look either. Um, I, I, I died. <laughs> I love it. Heather is so on edge that when Whitney sprayed her hairspray, she literally screamed out bloody murder. Cause like the tension is really thick. Oh. And I love that they were hiding from Mary and Meredith when they came into the house. Well, I mean also Mary and Meredith, this pair, like why, why do they just remove themselves from the group? I think it's, I think they are purposely trying to start their own thing and trying to make the other, I don't get what the situation is. I don't, I don't get why either. Meredith has hitched her wagon to Mary. I think it's the wrong call, but you know, pe- you know, birds of a feather flock together. That's why I'm saying there's something going to come out about Meredith. I don't think she's good either. I, there has to be because I, I just, I felt so bad for Whitney cause she was trying so hard with Bettina and trying to get this like a uh, maze, the spiritual maze thing going. And then for Meredith and Mary to show up l- super late for Meredith to go in her Canadian tuxedo to that, f- to that event. Um, and then for Mary to show up late and then not participate, which pissed me off. Cause I thought it was really a really good point that Mary, that Whitney brought up saying, I don't believe in Mary's religion. And I went to her church and I supported her and, and respected I was, her hundred percent. And I was like, and Mary, you know, if you're, if you're with God and I'm saying this as someone who grew up in the Catholic church, I religion is like a, still a part of my life. You it's treat others as you want to be treated mm-hmm. is the is the golden rule. Mm-hmm. It is the number one thing. It is lead with love, lead with compassion, lead with kindness. This whole idea of like, I, I don't believe in this, so I'm not going to do it. it. It's not even that. It is literally you're banging drums and doing just like a spiritual connection with someone and you can't sit and respect like it, it blows my mind that she is it's it's a cult. She only believes that she is God and that her her God is not the same. It just all doesn't else's. make any sense to me that like Whitney made one mistake, which I wouldn't even call a mistake. She didn't return your phone call and now it's like you're a little girl, you're a piece of shit and I don't want nothing to do with you. It's like I I don't under, I don't understand that at all. It also makes me giggle that like uh, the, the before the season, it was Mary was all over the internet being like, "You'll see the season, Heather and Whitney are racist. Like Whitney is a racist, blah blah blah." And, and then it's like, like Mary, Mary, you're you a racist. <laughs> uh, like when we thought you might be with the biggest one on the show, and then and now then we know Jenny. it's Jenny. Yeah, but like <laughs> Mary, you're not far behind. You know when they get to the dinner and they all sit down, and Whitney's like, "We're gonna we're gonna hash all this out now," which I think is, I mean, God Smart. bless her. We need to do that, but. Meredith, I hope Meredith watches the season back and I mean, I doubt it, but I, I hope she watches the season back and goes, Oh, Mary arguably said the worst stuff about Jen in veil. And yet I went after everybody else about what they said about Jen. Mary was the one who literally said, I never saw anything good in her. She has a dark soul. She's going to go to jail, yada, yada, yada. And all the other women were very much weighing like, the balance, like we're really trying to be balanced and being like, well, this is the gen I know. This is the gen that I'm hearing about. You know, it, I, I really, and for Meredith to cry and, and walk away, it's like, you can't do that. You can't hold people to the feet to the fire about the stuff that they've done to you and not sit there and take it when you fucked up as well. See, and that's, and that's my problem with Meredith is Meredith is so in her own silo. And this is a truly her whole family, I think is in the same silo where they are just so self-involved that it's like, if it's not about me or if it's coming after me, I don't want to hear it. I'm disengaging. I'm disengaging when it's like, no, you need to engage with other people to become a better person and understand your relationships and become like an actual friend and not just jump ship to whoever you like you think is going to get you the most, what I, whatever. I don't know. Well, she and Lisa are, she and Lisa are alike in that way where they, where they are trying to hitch their horse to the one that's going to keep going. But I appreciate Lisa because Lisa will sit and fight. Lisa will sit and be like, no, this is what I'm saying. I agree. She's like, no, this is what I think. This is why I'm doing what I'm doing. Like she at least is giving explanation for her actions. Whereas Meredith, it's like, 
I don't trust her because I don't know. At least Lisa's telling me to my face, like, no, I think you are being screwed up right now. Yeah. I don't like this. And yeah. Like, so that's why I'm doing this. Yeah. She's like, you know. Did Meredith make it clear before that she submitted everyone's no. names? No. Because, again, that's another thing, too. It's like, why are you not being honest about that? Because that also would just make everything clearer that, like, you weren't particularly going after Jen. The only reason why you're going after Jen now is because the conclusion of the PI was that Jen was the most likely culprit. By the way, did you did you hear the other thing that's going around about Jen and Meredith about why Meredith might be coming after Jen a little bit? No, more? why? So you know when Jen, when Meredith and Seth were separated, and how there's that she was with that other guy, and it was like that rumor, right? There's a rumor that that's who Jen went to go see when she got out of that Uber. Remember that one time where she went? <gasps> so they hooked up with the same person. They were hooking up with the same person. You that's, think that's the rumor? So maybe we'll see that next week. Shut up. Well, Which it makes sent, so oh, it much sent more chills sense. down my spine though when Meredith was like, oh, sweetie, you have no idea what I know. Yeah. Like that. Oh, I like even now I'm like shivering. Well, like I, and I hate I hate that she did that because it's like I'm just trying to find dirt on everyone. It's like, uh, hey, how much money do you have, Matthew? Let's let's set up a PI for Meredith because I want to figure out what's I going mean, on. Th- <laughs> I, I kind of still get why Meredith would do that. Like if her kids were being harassed online and they she couldn't figure it out. Like I would f- try to find out who was too. Was there death threats? Was like what it, or I, were they just calling Brooks gay? No, I think it was repeated. It sounds like it was not, ju- and it wasn't just Brooks. It was also her daughter. Like I think both her kids were getting a lot of shit. And I, as a parent, I would, if I could find out who was doing it, it was the same person. I would, I would try to figure it out too. Um, that is where I do see where Meredith is coming from a little bit, but she, it's, it's all getting bogged down by her poor handling of all of her other relationships with the other women. Like, all of a sudden, Lisa's an enemy now. And, like, and Heather and Whitney are now not on your team. She's it's, just so, she just is, I just don't think she's. she's so self-righteous and yeah. she has no place to be. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, I'm really excited for next week. I think, when we're getting uh, getting to the end of the season, and I want to get to whatever, whatever. Well, the Veil reveal is going to, it was supposed to, I mean, I think next week's the last week of Veil, so. No, uh. Where are they? No, they're in Zion. Oh, Zion. That's yeah. what I meant to say. Uh, but where I'm excited. I mean, I want to get to that episode of where that, wh- wh- whichever housewife does that horrible thing that shocks the women. Like I want to get it's, to that. It's it's supposed to happen in Zion on this trip. So oh shit. It was either supposed to be this week or next week. So it's probably going to be next week. Okay. Which I'm like, what is going to happen? <laughs> I'm nervous. I don't know. Salt Lake for as messy as the cast is. I'm really enjoying the season because I think it's giving us drama, but. Oh no, it's still my favorite. Fran- it's my favorite franchise right now. Like the top. Well, the tippity top. You know, my favorite franchise right now is not uh, is not SLC. It's what we're gonna talk about next. Oh, OC. I'm really loving. Oh, OC. I'm loving OC too. It's it's like every week. I'm like, God bless Heather for coming back. Like we are back Should in we get action. Into OC? Are let's you, do it. Let's, let's jump right in. in. Because I, it, yes, like you said, Heather being back. Just seeing Shannon and like Emily and Gina are really great. You've got the villain in Noella. Like it just feels like old, old Orange County. Like I, it's just I'm giggling constantly. It's a comedy gold. Gold these women, like just Heather just being a badass bitch. I, I know people do not like Heather online. People are like she's so hoity-toity. Like she's so in herself. She's like, the she's glue a, holding this franchise together. I. And I just, I think she loves her family so much. I was getting so emotional with the, the vacation house. Oh like, my God, me too. Yeah. Um, Let's, real quick. Yeah. Emily let's start from the beginning. looks fucking amazing in a bathing suit. She and Jen look so good. Emily has worked so hard on her body it's, since her hip surgery. Incredible. She looks incredible. She was glowing. And I was like so impressed. I was also dying at her bringing around the full bottle of ginger ale because <laughs> she was so hungover. And I was like, that is my that, ginger ale. I'm always like, when I feel like nauseous or I feel like sick from hangover, I'm like, I, I gotta get Someone my ginger Someone DM ale. her though and tell her that Pedialyte is also like a really great cure for that Pedialyte's too. Pedialyte's fine, but sometimes you just need those bubbles in your stomach and I get it with the ginger ale. I, 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 the only thing about Emily th- at the top though, that I was like, Oh, is I, I really, and I hope that she regrets it later is that she's writing a little too hard for Noella. And I get it's because she wants to be seen. I think as like the, I'm just getting to know her. She's going through a lot. Like I want to support her, but I'm like Heather where it's like, how many times does she have to say and do things? And so, and like, and like not like in a short amount of time, we've only just met her yeah. and she's already, really making a lot of bad choices. How many times do we have to like 
see her and say and do things before we're like, this girl's not a good apple. I mean, uh, that's, can we talk about the gift that Noella gave Heather's kid? Okay. That was ridiculous. Like what? I mean, there, there is a line I, I get. She yeah. Wants it's to be called like 18. It's called minor versus not minor. No, I'm just saying there's a line <laughs> for gifts in general, even like no matter, doesn't matter if they're 18 or not, just someone's child. You know what I mean? It almost feels like Noella was trying to like get with, I don't know. And I, I know that's not right, but like, I know I would never ever give, like, it would be like me giving my 10 year old, 11 year old niece, like, a book the Kama like that. Sutra. Yeah, like, like, what person in their right mind would ever think, "Oh, this is gonna be great," and not only that, this is gonna get me into good, good uh, relationship with Heather. Like, what is she thinking? I don't know. I just I, maybe she didn't even like read the cards before she bought them or gave them to her. But like, it, it, you need to have some kind of, you know. I just it's just funny to think that no. Level. It's just funny to see that Noella thinks that she can step up to Heather. That she. Th- like, she has no fucking clue who she's dealing with. Also, I want to just say, everything about Noella is so calculated to be a housewife. Like, everything from, like, her lines, like, saying, like, I just want skinny girl margaritas. Like, first of all, if you've ever had a skinny girl margarita, you know that they are shit. Disgusting. They're the grossest thing in the We appreciate world. them for building Bethany's empire, but as a drink is concerned, they're garbage. Garbage. You call it a skinny margarita, which is what it is. Skinny Girl Margarita is a brand. And second, she's like, I don't want to be shady, but and whips out the fan that says shade on it and starts fanning herself. It's like, it's too, it's too calculated. It's like, she's trying too hard. And like, that's, that's my least favorite trait, not just in a housewife, but in anyone. When someone is trying so hard to like, oh yeah, I'm this person. Or like, I'm just trying so hard to like fit in. It's like, no, you're just making me hate you. Like you're making it. If this so were annoying. ten years ago, when we were still like in the beginnings of the frontier of Real Housewives in terms of like producing and stuff, like maybe we would all buy that. But the audience is so much smarter than that, and we see right through it. Like what? Did, like you're you're ten years too late, Noella. The only thing she has going for her is that fucking dog. Oh, the dog was cute. Rihanna. That's the only thing she's got going for her. Ugh, I don't know. Also, okay. I love that they're going to Cabo. You know, I mean, I've got Cabo stories that I can't Ugh, tell. I've here. never been. I really want to go. Okay. Her, Heather's saying she's been 10 times in a year. I'm like, who are you? My mother? Because my mom's been to Cabo. Like, that means they the go year. once a month, basically. Yeah. I mean, I would if I had the money. I mean, it's not that far of a flight, like from LA to go to Cabo. Yeah, like, no, that's true. It's, and it's, I mean, I, I used to go there for spring break. Well, like, they're about great. to build like a fucking estate down there, which, which looks insane. Incredible. I mean, Give me another construction storyline for Heather and I will be happy. Let's well, just hope that this only doesn't take as long as the other one did. I mean, speaking from experience, things have taken a while for it to get built in Mexico on my end. Oh, so. 100%. <laughs> it, it takes a second. How good did Emily look on that horse? Okay. Like, I was with Gina. I was like, yeah, she's damn. ready to hop off and just be like in a porno. Like, yeah. <laughs> even even when she's pouring the water on herself after, Gina's like, hey, there's sex kitten. But I, um, I also loved, yeah, like the what you said earlier about the comedy, like when they're like when they're all falling out of the hammock, when all of the champagne bottles just keep like firing off because it's so hot down there. They can't get in the sun door, so they peek their heads in from the opposite sides and they're like looking. Oh, and they go, oh, push, not pull. It's like, yes, this is why you guys are friends. This is why you guys are on the show together because you really do bring out the best in each other when you just let go of the bullshit and have fun. Okay. Finding out Jen has a cement leg and has literally been in pain every single day, but doesn't use medication to combat it is just like exercise and like healthy living blows my mind. And she's the breadwinner of her family. She's like hustling so hard, trying to give Ryan the lifestyle that he wants. Ryan, Ryan, it's Ryan. I know. (laughs) I'm glad to see. I mean, I'm not glad to see because I don't want it. I don't want anyone to, you know, get divorced or, you know, break up because those are that's really hard. But to see like next episode, like I don't want like, her, like I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. Like I've tried, I've done, I've done everything. Like I feel for her. I feel like she's everything's on her shoulders and no one's there to help her. I did really like Heather sitting down with her and being like, Terry was in the same situation. Yes. You're going to get, you got to do it now, but you'll get to a point where you're going to realize I can take a step back. I've got the business. And I think Jen's moving toward that. And it's, I would love for Ryan and Heather to sit down and have a conversation before he makes any decisions. Because I think Heather speaking to Ryan will help him realize like you're putting in all the work now and it feels like the whole world's on you, but give it five, 
five more years and you will have the best relationship and the best life. But also I do think Heather and Terry are a lot more connected and a lot more, you know, of the same world than, I mean, from what we've seen from Ryan and Jen. A hundred percent. Um, Noella. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Like saying that she, they wouldn't take her passport. Well, I guess they wouldn't take her passport card, which makes sense, is, which I, makes sense. I got to so, say going to Mexico, you only, they wouldn't take passport her passport card. card. So they, she had to go get her passport. And you know, cause she, I guess has, is just so used to flying private and flying a certain lifestyle well, that she's just, you know, I, I'm sorry. It's a little bit. No, it is. It is a little, the it the whole thing about the passport card and flying private does not equate. You used to be able to go to Mexico in your car with a passport card. Like that's totally understandable because of COVID certain restrictions now, sure, obviously sure, sure, sure. like you need your passport. Her bringing up the private jet girl. You've had this private jet for maybe a, a year. year. Like don't act like this is your, and the, to your show life. up and be like, Oh, I can't believe they're not here to greet me. They're not here to like receive me. It's like, girl, you, you were, were late. late. You, you were late. fucked up. And I'm sorry. Like you're not even supposed to be on this trip because you're a fucking liability. You're insufferable and psychotic. And I hate you. <laughs> so this, this is a blind item from someone, but I just want to read it. It was on Bravo and cocktails. Okay. And someone sent this in and they said, James Berenger was my boss for two years. He's actually really nice and down to earth. Noelle, on the other hand, would come into the office and be so extra all the time. At one of our holiday parties, she went around telling everyone she was wearing a furry butthole plug and <gasps> that she and James just had sex in their limo. And I'm like, that tracks. That Even though that's a blind tracks. item, it tracks. Again, I, I, I don't think Sweet James is innocent no. either, but like... He's not on reality TV and he's not trying to be in the spotlight. He's trying to very much to not be in the spotlight. There's a fucking difference. <sighs> I'm like, I'm sorry. When Heather was like, it's a tequila shot, throw it back and shut the fuck up. I was like, yes. Amen. Even me, who's like, I know all my different tequilas. There's sipping tequilas, all this. I'm like, at the end of the day, just shut up and take the shot. But again, like, she's just doing it to cause act, a scene yeah. and act and whatever. And even Heather and Gina, who this entire time were like, we got to be nice to Noella. We're like really concerned about her. We want her to whatever. They sit down with her and she starts being Noelle and they're like, oh God, what did we do? Yeah, they're Why like, did we, we back this horse? Exactly. By the way, I want to try the cinnamon and orange thing because I've never oh, tried that 100%. before. 100%. And you know, you know tequila is the only spirit I drink these days because <laughs> it's, the, uh, it's the only thing I could get down. It's the only liquor I do. But... It's, yeah, it's, it, she just is so annoying. I cannot, I cannot even handle Noella. Like, again, I'm appreciating from a producer standpoint what she's bringing to the show. It's not, uh, although, like, even the, it's, uh, I'm, I'm very conflicted. On one hand, it's like, it's nice that it's not a Kelly Dodd level where it's offensive thing after offensive thing after yeah. offensive thing yeah. flies out. However, I, there were moments watching, I was like, do I miss Kelly Dodd? Like, do I do I miss Kelly Dodd's brand of drama over Noella's? I kept because going at back. Least and, Kelly Dodd was funny, and at least there were moments where Kelly was like, "Oh, I'm really sorry. Like, I'm a total fuck up. I'm a total idiot." Um, again, don't want Kelly Dodd on the show. She deserves to not be on the show anymore. But Noella's kind of crazy is starting to make me think, like, God, like maybe we should have just kept the crazy we the, the the crazy we know is better than the crazy we don't you know no 100% but i i, I am glad that kelly dot is off our screens cuz we don't need we don't need her her crazy view and world on the show we don't need we don't need that you know what i mean it's 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 honestly nice to not see <laughs> not see her yeah <laughs> i just really <laughs> i got to be real i'm just I'm, glad i'm so with you i'm she's, so with you she's not there oh such a good week um we are itching towards February, which means that Jersey is coming, which I'm so excited about. I, you mentioned to me that Melissa doesn't like her tagline. Yeah. I, I saw something online that she, um, she like didn't choose her tagline and she's not a boss. I need to read the taglines cause I haven't looked at them yet. Cause I've just been so bad. With her. But yeah, there was something she posted. I looked like on, I'm, you know, I follow all the little Bravo accounts just to get my little tidbits here and there. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, before we end, I do want to say one more thing. Go for it. Congratulations to Vishal and Rika. <gasps> yeah, they got married. Because Rika and Vishal got married. Fucking I'm, finally. I'm sure, it, I'm sure it was filmed. 
Oh, of course. I'm assuming Family Karma is coming back this summer. I mean, it's one of my favorite shows. Um, same. Like, Family Karma is incredible. It's so good. It kind of makes me wish that they could bring back Mexican dynasties, but you know, it was, it was I never watched wish. that one. I I, I really <laughs> should have gotten into it. There was one family that I can't even remember their names, but they were wild. It was the singing family. Everyone knows who I'm talking about. With the son who like wanted to be a singer was on The Voice, but was not a singer. <sighs> it was Yikes. so great. But. Yeah, I'm excited for Jersey coming back. I'm excited for everything that's on the horizon. It's going to just be – it's been a really good year of Bravo, I think, now that we're out of – well, not out of it, but we're more more out of the pandemic than we were last year. Yeah. I think, that, I think everyone's The wounds really from the terrible show. New York season have kind of healed. Who knows um, if we'll get another New York season? No, we will. I, I'm very – I mean, I'm looking forward to them announcing the, the new cast because I know it's going to be a different cast. Also – I will say this until everyone's ears bleed. Ultimate Girls Trip number two. When is that airing? I need well, it. Well, it's going to be a while because they're, they've are they just decided that Ultimate Girls Trip season one is going to start airing on Bravo, I think, in a couple weeks. So they're going to they're gonna show it on Bravo. Okay. And so then. So I think they're going to get everyone okay. amped up come spring once everyone's, you know, watched the first one. They're going to be like, well, now season two is coming. Get over to Peacock to watch it. Oh, smart. It's all about marketing. NBC, you bastards. You can call me. I'm always available. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, thanks for, you know, hobbling over here to do the podcast. <laughs> thank you. Uh, hobble I did. Me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And if you guys aren't already subscribed, subscribe wherever you're listening, whether it's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. Matthew's just pressing around the big bruise on his knee, but, you know, this having is a fun. Swollen little muffin of a knee. And if you guys aren't on social media, we are. <laughs> you can follow us on. <laughs> This <laughs> is at Hot Rama. That's H O T in B R E B O D. We'll see y'all next we time. We need to take a nap. Bye, y'all. <laughs>